This is Tika Lowe, the host of Public Intellectuals Radio. And today's guest is Sean Jackson. Sean Jackson is running to be the mayor of Vicksburg in Mississippi. Um, what looks to turn out, looks like it's gonna be like a, a new South, but we don't know with the passage of measure two is in November. It looks like lots of good things might be happening. But as we know, um, what happened with SB202 in Georgia, um, they always have tricks up their sleeve. <laughs> so um, with that, let's get right into it, Sean. So Sean, thank you so much for being on the show um, and for accepting my invitation. And why are you running for office? I know it's a big question, but people want to know, why are you running for the mayor of Vicksburg? Tika, thank you so much for having me. And um, it's so funny. Um, my nickname is Tika. And I try to, um, <laughs> I try not to let that go past family, but here it is nationally. So I did it to myself. Yes, Tika, that's a great name. Um, thank you again for having me. Um, the short answer is that I'm from Vicksburg, right? So mm -hmm. home is home. That's where your family um, comes from. That's where, you know, you got all of your initial um, teachings in life. That's what nurtured you. That's the place you were birthed into. And so Vicksburg is my hometown. And although I, I went away from for school, but this is where my mother, my father, my grandparents, my great-great-grandparents, myself, my siblings, this is where we were born. Mm -hmm. and, and I care about Vicksburg. And right now I'm actually raising three sons here. So I'm running for mayor because of, um, honestly, their future. And, and I know our hometown has a tremendous amount of potential. I'll be part of that um, group that unlocks that potential. That's wonderful. I know that you are actually right now, you're currently the supervisor on County 3, which is a highly gerrymandered uh, area. Can you speak to that a little bit. I know people are kind of like, should you finish your term as supervisor? What's going on with that exactly? Yeah. So yes, I am um, on the Warren County Board of Supervisors. Um, and I actually am on the workforce development uh, team for the National Association of County Officials. Um, in a lot of places, those would be uh, um, called um, the, the term will be slightly different, but those are the elected officials that take care of the county at large and usually your city sit within the county, right? Yeah. County commissioners, et cetera. So I, I am over district three, which is a city district. Some districts within the county are outside of the city, but mine is actually um, a good part of the city of Vicksburg and I'm vice president of the board. Um, in order to affect change for city districts, and, and I always say that each district has its unique needs, right? So the more rural districts are different than the city districts. If they didn't have unique needs, then you wouldn't have five um, supervisors, right? You'd only have one. Mm -hmm. And so I can only talk to the needs of the city. They're uniquely different, um, but I can't get those attended to on the board of supervisors if you don't have a mayor whose heart is in pulling the city along, progressing the city, et cetera. And so going into my second year, um, uh, I realized that we can do better if we seize this opportunity in order to put someone in the mayor's seat. I'm running to become the mayor so that I can um, accelerate 
the work that I'm doing on the county. And finishing out the term is um, only an opportunistic kind of argument, right, for those small few who um, are going for somebody else because we have we know lots of people who didn't finish out terms like Obama. Would we rather he had stayed a senator or could he have helped not only his area but the entire nation by becoming president, right? So he decided that it was the right time. It was that subject verb agreement <laughs> that said, um, this is good when I'm doing a senator but I can affect a better change and a bigger change as president. And so, and, and we see examples and examples. So yes, I'm running for mayor. It's not abandoning, it's actually building a pond because I'm over a city district as it is. It's just that I want to affect change for the entire city. I see that. I mean, and actually in a way, a, a mayor is actually kind of like harder work and maybe less of a flashy position than county. Um, at least well, in, in like Los Angeles and New York. Um, but I noticed that uh, not to, you know, being respectful of the current mayor, George Flagg, I noticed that he seems to play with Republicans, at least in pictures. Um, he was, you know, he had a picture with Trump. He had a picture with various uh, Republican uh, in Mississippi. This is a I'm assuming this is a black city. Why would he need to do that, especially with the history of the Republicans terrorizing um, our community? I, that question is a question a lot of the residents are, are faced with, right? We're at that intersection with the current mayor. Um, we are actually a majority um, and I don't like to say majority minority, we, we are the majority, right? So we're looking at the numbers and the new census is coming out. You're talking easily about 70% African-American here in Vicksburg. These are the same people that sent him to the legislature nearly four decades ago as a Democrat. Um, but um, when you come up in a certain elk of politic at a certain time and your heart is a certain way, then that, uh, that perhaps, produces what we were dealing with here. We do have someone who touts and brags about being the head of the finance committee for Tate Reeves, uh, someone who um, openly courts Phil Bryant, someone who heralds and just loves the relationship he was building with Trump, someone who posts the pictures with Cindy Hyde Smith um, just a few months ago, mind you, um, saying relationships matter. The same people who won't vote for him, who can't vote for him, um, who didn't start his career and sustain him, but are the people who he caters to. And so um, we just had um, a Meet the Candidates Night last night with the Warren County Executive Democratic Committee. And that was one of my, my um, points I made. You need leadership who, who has the back, backbone to say, yes, I am a Democrat. Mm -hmm. And I can work across the aisle, but I'm not going to abandon my base. You, that's not the price you pay for working across the aisle, right? Because um, they don't do that. But this is also the same man that told me that our people will take that man's box of food, but don't like him. He was talking about Trump. Yeah. So the confusing part of what we're dealing with is when someone 
may look like you, but their heart is very much and, and their priorities are nowhere near focusing on you, your family, your community. And that's what we're up against here in Vicksburg. Um, and I like to tell people he's not the first black mayor, right? So why is it that our mayor is chasing behind Trump and Cindy Hyde-Smith? It's it's disturbing. As a person who's not even in the area, it was disturbing. <laughs> when I was kind of like, why? And I know yeah. that it's, you know, Mississippi is the blackest state in the union. Um, of course, DC has more African-Americans and the Virgin Islands also has more African-Americans. But um, I think people don't, uh, don't realize how um, many African-Americans live in Mississippi and how we are a huge part of outside of black people. A lot of people who are not black do not know this. Every time I tell people, yeah, Mississippi is very black. They're like, really? <laughs> I mean, the yeah. erasure is outrageous. So yeah. to kind of go uh, to a quote that you've said, you put down the best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago. What do you plan on planting in Vicksburg as a mayor and what does Vicksburg in the future look like for you socially and economically? Great, great. So just to back up, right, the skill sets of mayor, um, every elected office, honestly, across the nation, you're finding are in need of some different skill sets. And it, it doesn't mean it's better it means that it may be better for this time that we're entering into. You're finding that county supervisors are now needing to be very astute business-wise because everyone's dealing with aging infrastructure, right? Mm -hmm. um, um, you're dealing with elected officials who need to be on top of their crises in emergency management game because who's lived through a pandemic and uh, hurricanes and tornadoes. And we're finding these events are happening more and more at a faster pace. So for Vicksburg, um, you know, I, I've been blessed to have managed a, a multi-million dollar investment fund and new market tax credits. So I know specifically how to change our community from um, an urban development perspective. I have that skill set. Um, having been a strategic consultant at, at the Monitor Company, is now Monitor and, and Deloitte, but McKinsey, Bain, Monitor, understand the analytics um, and how to set out on a strategic path to solve complex problems. And so for, for Vicksburg in the yesteryear, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, that may not have been needed, but today where we are, where we have a failing water system, we have houses that hadn't seen a nail Tika since um, honestly, coming out of the sharecropper days, and we still have people living in those houses. Um, we are starting to see a, two Vicksburgs coming about um, where you have the haves and the have-nots in such a small town. You have crime that's ballooning, and you have children in Vicksburg, unlike when I grew up, where your parents' socioeconomic level can dictate where you go in life and how far you go. Planting the seeds means that you need a mayor who can do that heavy lifting of saying, if crime is an issue, we know we can't fix it overnight, but we can take monies that's being misspent now and put it where it should be. And that's in free youth services, 
Now the payoff, the ROI won't be next year, but it could be in four years, et cetera. Um, planting seeds means you need a mayor who isn't just focused on the historic district. Uh, Vicksburg comes from an opulent past, actually, being a port city. I mean, riches, tremendous wealth that fueled both the growth of New Orleans and Memphis that came right from Vicksburg. It's the first place Coca-Cola was bottled. It was the turning point of the Civil War. Um, there's a reason why Jefferson Davis, right, the, the president of the Confederate was here. So um, what we want to do is to invest in all of the city. There, there are old homes everywhere because the city and the, the civilization of Vicksburg has been around for a long time. So the historic district is okay, but all of this Vicksburg is historic. So you plant those seeds by sparking the updating and renovations of homes across the entire city. We've had continental tires um, look at putting a campus here. We lost that bid. We had Bass Pro Shop looking at um, putting a major store here. We lost that bid. We have one of the largest campuses for the Army Corps of Engineers here. We have engineers driving in. These are people who make close to 100K and higher. They come in every day, but they go and live elsewhere, like Madison, Mississippi, and Clinton, Mississippi. You plant those seeds, you won't see it immediately, but when we have new housing, when we have um, better living conditions, um, when we have a reduction in crime, that will be the result of those seeds that have been planted. But we know right now today that those seeds have not been planted and we have to start somewhere. I know you're talking about historic Vicksburg and the other part of Vicksburg. And I read somewhere about tax abatement assistant assistance and certain people were going to get it and certain people were okay. not. And so who's being favored there and what can be done to make that more equitable? Just because I know that you were talking about the housing and, and fixing up the housing and what's going on with that exactly. Yeah, so uh, when we set out on the campaign, right, so there are the things that you do every day that people get. I'm talking about the everyday person. So last summer, I was the one who brought in 20,000 boxes of food. People get that, right, because they need to feed their families. Um, I was the one who was the champion behind the free COVID vaccine site. People get that, right, because they want to save their lives. We get that. But then we start talking tax abatements. You have to be able to break it down. And the way I, I put it is, um, you, Tika, you own an empty lot in a historic, historic district. You pay property taxes on dirt, that's $100. If you build a house on it, you're gonna pay more property taxes because now you have a structure there. Versus me, Sean, I own an empty lot that's not in a historic district. I pay property taxes, $100. I build a home. I do have to pay those increased taxes because I just don't happen to be in that designated district. That's what we're talking about. Ortica, you, you own an old home in a historic district, you update it, you put in something that's gonna make your property taxes higher. The current administration says you don't have to pay taxes if you put in a bathroom, if you put a porch on it because you're in a historic district. Well, I was canvassing today and there's a fellow who built a whole second level on his home. He does that for his family. And guess what? As soon as he's done, he has to pay higher taxes 
Why? Because his house is not in that historic district. That's inequity. And how do we address it? We elect mayors who understand that those are old throwback um, programs that served a different purpose than where we are today. Um, all of Vicksburg needs to be updated. And of course, when you cut it, it could be very well spelled to be along racial lines. But again, when you even the playing field. Um, another story, I owned a small breakfast place um, and I was made to have to pave my parking lot. That was a $15,000 job. That literally kicks a dent in the budget of a small business owner, right? Great restaurant. Yes. Everyone in the community came to it, but I'm constantly fearful of when I'm going to get shut down because I hadn't paved my parking lot. Well, I was told that even though I had street parking, because I wasn't in a historic district, I have to pay this parking lot that's attached to my property. As mayor, we have to, again, lay to rest these kind of um, policies, honestly, of antiquity. They serve different purposes. We know what the purposes were. In 2021, we need every business supported. We need as many businesses in Vicksburg up and running. We need to lead with fast yeses, not fast no's and slow no's. If you want to own a business, do you want to own a business? I'm here for you no matter where you are in the city and no matter what color. And the thing that's so amazing is that this issue that you're talking about, it is, regardless of where you live, you know it in Los Angeles, you know it in New York, you know it in New Jersey. It's like the same problem. So it's very, you know, I think that's one of the things that's important too, that people nationally understand the connection that we all have to all, you know, to, to, to the entire, you know, to every single small town and big town, we all are one kind of country. And a lot of the same things happen in regards to exploitation and inequity um, across the nation. So that's good to like, let, to know that because that's a familiar story even for me. Um, in regards to, you know, we're, we're gonna go to the, the, the infrastructure a little bit more. What happened in Texas and also what happened in, you know, because of, of the storms and then what happened in Jackson is those, are those things that could happen? I know you guys actually just had a hurricane or something like that, like yesterday or something, or some kind of storm. Is Are these issues that you're worried about with Vicksburg in regards to infrastructure, in regards to heating, in regards to if something goes wrong? Is this, is are these things that people are thinking about in Vicksburg or are you thinking about them? I am, it's a huge worry. Right, so I, I don't sit in an ivory um, tower as an elected official. I, I live in the community I grew up in. I live in a house that's 121 years old. Um, we have the, the low insulation. We have the, the small um, thin window panes. Uh, I, I deal with huge um, electricity bills, all that comes with an older home, right? Um, in 2017, Vicksburg, no storm, sunny day, was out of water for two weeks. It, it, we were literally on the brink of um, major fear here, um, just from the, uh, the germ pool, if you will, of folk not being able to flush toilets and things. It was a serious issue. So we've known about 
our infrastructure issues for a while, the current mayor has, um, nothing has been done to remedy it. Um, and we've had mismanagement of contractors who have put in major change orders, upwards of uh, close to a million dollars. So you fast forward to the storm and our water goes out, our system is tested, so is Jackson's. Now to paint the picture and add some color here, uh, Madison, Mississippi was okay. Clinton was okay, areas right outside. Um, so you wonder why certain cities have this issue. Um, so yes, the fear is multifaceted. It's Vicksburg is one shake from Jackson. And this isn't something that just happened, admittedly. Th these are decades, if you will, of the leadership within the city where certain people live, not putting the money where it needs to be, but pet projects or certain projects, perhaps. So it's um, management that hadn't taken place. It's needed repairs and fixes that hadn't taken place. And so the fear definitely is, even our fixes today in 2021 cost more than what it would have cost in 2017, which means it's gonna cost more in 2024 than what it would cost today, right? Jackson is now looking at a billion dollars to fix their water system. Other implications, how do you attract businesses and industry if you don't have a water system that's going to be able to sustain their business? And then you fast forward, um, you have old homes that you remember you hadn't invested in those homes because they're not in a historic district, and which means that their pipes are more vulnerable to go down. And then you add the streets to it. You have, you have streets here that hadn't been taken care of, fortified. A few years ago, we had a home fall off of a street, literally while, while someone was inside asleep. Not a peep. No one said a word about it. Those are the things that um, provide and, and feel the sense of urgency within me, because again, there is another side of Vicksburg that, that isn't dealing with that, right? So how do you say you, um, you want the city to do well? And the truth is we could do very well. We can be the charm of Mississippi, but again, you have to have leadership who can tell those who are used to getting, yeah, we're gonna take care of you, but we also need to take care of the rest of the city. And the business savvy comes in because you prove to those people that when you take care of the other part of the city, monetarily is gonna pay off for you. So we're not doing this altru altruistically. We're not doing this to get into heaven. You take care of your entire community because there's a return on that investment for everybody. Yes, exactly. I, I guess this is, I'm, I'm actually, this is so, it's actually kind of, I'm glad to hear it, but it's also disturbing that it's the first time that I've heard like, oh, wow, you guys didn't have water for two weeks in 2017. Um, and the, you know, this is, these are things that should be national issues. Vicksburg, like you said, it has a history. This is, it's kind of a, you know, it's a major part of U.S. history. So the water going out should actually matter and register on a national level. Um, so thank you for letting us know what's going on. But also I, wa I, I want to know, for you're running for mayor, is there a problem do you think that there'd be a, there's a problem with voter suppression? Like, you know, you have voter suppression in the state. Do you think that that will be an issue with your campaign? 
I, I, I hope not. Right. So at the board of supervisors, we are actually over, um, you know, the county election, state, presidential, and our election commissioners um, have done an amazing job, but, and especially with COVID on um, being entered into the equation. So we hope not. Um, the city's municipal process is a little different, but I believe in the people. We're still in a, in a, in a community. We're all part of the fabric of this community, even the election commissioners. So I think not on an individual level. I'd like to say that um, there are some things we do have to tighten up. Um, for example, I, I am leading the charge of, of making sure the community understands what we're up against with this redistricting process. So yes. to go back to, to your question, um, Tika, if you were to look in the dictionary um, and you looked up gerrymandering, you would see my district. It is the poster child for gerrymandering. I, I wish you can put a picture up to the audience. It's amazing. I mean, if you can imagine four, so there are five districts. If you can imagine four squares, these are clearly just defined boxes that those are the goals of districting, right? They need to be defined box boxes, mm -hmm. four squares and dead in the center of those squares, there's a little dot with fingers that go into some of them. That's my district, the one that looks like a star where you reach way up into one box and pull out and you reach, reach way down into another district and just pull out that little sliver and you reach right way down into the, the third. And what you're reaching in and getting are African-Americans. You're pulling them out of district four. You're pulling them out of a no, district what, you know, five. It is amazing. And so um, I've been blessed to have lots of good information and mentors, those who remember um, the 2010, um, the 2000 and, and each um, census and redistricting process before. These are um, individuals who've been around a long time who have said, okay, you're elected. Now this is the non-sexy part of being elected, right? This is the stuff you have to deal with. So voter suppression comes in different ways um, and also equity in voting. Uh, we know that the Voters' Rights Act was repealed, which is a big deal, but, but I do wanna let people know it's important to understand that who you hire to help you with your gerrymandering can still keep the requirements of the Voters' right, Rights Act in their contract, just as if it hadn't been repealed. So we're, we're, we're in there, we're working, we're trying to make sure that this process is as true as it would have been if we still had, you know, section um, five of the Voters' Rights Act. It was so, when I, I actually did look at your map in regards to seeing the gerrymandering, it was so extensive and extreme. You almost, it, it like there was such, it, it was so many like little lines <laughs> in Vicksburg. I was like, this can't even be right. I can't even see like where, where your district starts and ends just because there's so, it's cut into so many pieces. It just, it seems illegal. 
Um, yeah. It probably is illegal. Um, so it's uh, <laughs> you know good good that they know. And also too, thank you for letting us know about the fact that who you hire can 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 actually make a difference in regards you know while we're fighting this. If we hire people who know what they're doing and know how to fight this, we can make a change. That's something that everybody needs to know across the nation. Um, and here's a question, and you know, maybe you know, maybe you don't, but do you think nationally Mississippi is flippable in 2024? I do, I do. Let, let me tell you why. And that's backed by empirical data. I'm excited. Um, so there, that we've watched other places around the nation um, pull off some amazing things in November, right? That's what's causing this kind of um, boomerang effect. Um, hopefully folk won't be successful in, in trying to suppress that. But what happened in November was amazing. It happened here in Warren County as well. It just wasn't um, published by the local media. Warren County, so Vicksburg sits within the county. Warren County carried Biden-Harris. It was never reported, but it's on the Secretary of State's website. Warren County carried Mike Espy. It was never reported, but it's officially on the Secretary of State's website. Warren County carried Congressman Thompson. It was never reported, but it's officially on the, the website. So we are a Democratic county. You find that Hines County um, put up some amazing numbers. Again, when um, SB ran for Senate, definitely for Congress Tom Congressman Thompson and Biden-Harris. So the numbers are getting there. Um, a lot of us are curious as to what this census is gonna look like. It's been pushed back to September. But the, the truth is, I, I also like to think it's not just the African-Americans that voted Trump out. Mm -hmm. So I believe there are folk who are smarter than they are, um, say, wedded to a party. I, I know I am, yeah. right? I think any of us on this call is, yeah, I'm a Democrat, but if there's someone who comes in with something ridiculous, I got to pull away. Like, that's not me, right? So I believe a lot of folk um, even in Mississippi, understand the damage it's done to our economy when we were going back and forth on that flag issue. Thank God we're past it, right? But we lost a lot of um, conventions. We lost a lot of tourism. This is about money. Uh, we lost a lot of top athletes to certain schools behind that stuff. So I would tend to think that the majority of Mississippi is understanding that some things are relics of the past. Some things really fall into the barrels of antiquity. We got to move the state forward. And I, I believe it's going to be a combined effort. Definitely, definitely. I mean, that's, you know, same, same case with Georgia. It couldn't, you know, that couldn't have happened with just um, African-Americans. It has to be some right. other people too. Um, and, I, and I always tell people that um, they're like, oh yeah, all the U.S. is just completely a waste. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really believe that. If I believe that I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. <laughs> yeah. I would just move. Yeah. Um, so what, do you have anything else that you would like for your listener, for our listeners to know about you or your campaign or anything? Yeah, I, I do. I want to um, 
one of the things that I'll be talking about um, next week is um, this notion of the stimulus package, right? So um, here locally, it, it must be that either the other opponents don't know or they don't care. But no one has said a peep about the monies we're about to get. So you have $1.9 trillion. Anyone who was in business when Katrina happens understood the amount of money that hit the streets and helped certain communities and businesses. Due to COVID, we're now up on the second kind of Katrina level funding that's coming into our communities. So our county, Warren County, is getting 8.8 .8 million. The city of Vicksburg is getting money. I have a plan of making that money work for this community. Um, some people may think that they're in a back room counting the chips already for special projects, who knows, but that stuff has to be voted on. And so my commitment at the Board of Supervisors is for our 8.8 .8 million, I don't know, what's happening silently because no one's talking about it, but I'm there Monday at the board meeting, this upcoming money, because we're ready for it. This money is designed to move our community forward. So as mayor, we should be putting some aside for infrastructure maintenance and repair for our water systems to give that kid a boost. We should be putting some aside for grant money for updating old houses, the houses that our elderly and our vulnerable population like children live in, right? We should be putting some money aside to pay our first responders. We have a police department that's understaffed and undertrained. We need that money for our men and women officers. So this idea of candidates running but aren't dealing with what's right in front of you and that's millions of dollars that's gonna be helpful to our community. The question is how creative are you or do you know about it enough? And if you don't, then that tells you kind of what you're dealing with there. But I have looked over the stimulus package and you need, we need mayors who have gone through that thing with a fine tooth comb to say that this goes for this part of the community. This can go to this purpose. Um, the FEMA funeral reimbursement, right? Yeah. Warren County has 115 families that's lost folk due to COVID. 115 times $9,000. So what you can be reimbursed, that's almost a million dollars. You need a mayor who, who will say, we're gonna have an informational. We're gonna make sure that part of the community can get that money. So that that's what I wanna say. I'm ready to carve this thing up and I, I like to say I am greedy for Vicksburg. I'm greedy for Warren County. You need someone out there getting the money and bringing it back to our community because we need it. Yes, yes. I, I uh, you know, victory in Vicksburg for <laughs> Sean Jackson. Um, <laughs> I, I know he's like, so, I'm so cheesy. I can't help it. Um, so it's <laughs> it's your, your election that the um, the election is April 6th, correct? Yes, the primaries are April 6th. We need folk to come out, use this, like we say, keep that same energy from November um, mm -hmm. and, and make sure we put it in April 6th, right? We need that same energy in the primaries. We need to keep that energy up for the next four years. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, right. I'm going to be involved for the next four years. I'm like, I'm like, I'm invested now. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was an option. I didn't know insurrection was an option. Had I known that, I would have been a lot more involved. So, I mean, that's that was kind of a good lesson to all of us. Um, but yeah. thank you 
so much, Supervisor Sean Jackson. Thank you for coming to Public Intellectuals Radio. Um, we look forward to you know continuing to hear from you and following your career in Vicksburg. And you know, regardless of what happens, um, we would like to you know keep in touch and, and hope to to let us know what's going on in Mississippi. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Tika. This was amazing. We're we're about to head back out and um, finish canvassing for the day. But we are looking for phone bankers nationally. We can handle that. And if you go to our website, www.seanjacksonformayor.com, you can sign up. We don't care where you sit, www.seanjacksonformayor.com. We can definitely get phone banking and um, any support, even financial, will help. I think we're going to pull this thing off, but we got to have funding. So thank you, Tika. Thank you for the platform. And, and we want eyes on Vicksburg, y'all. We're looking at y'all, so we need you looking at us. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks, everybody.